previously on Happy Go Lucky. I found them, so I get first pick. Black Thread Flames. I think we should go uh, to this ticket booth and uh, ask them what's fun. That sounds like gambling, but I am a wise man. Hey, welcome one and all to the greatest fair in all of Centralia, PA. What's up, my rainbow-colored friends? Get dunked. Sir, sir, if we give you, like, an extra ticket, could you tell us if there's a Joyce Artel that works here? I look down at my glow-in-the-dark slap-on bracelet, and it's glowing a little bit. By myself. You're going to make me do this on myself, too. Must I explain it? I've already been mortified enough. To be honest, I'm on Eric's side with this. Okay, guys, hurry up. Guys, there's someone following us. Well, we we wouldn't attempt to break in there. It sure is. It's the best in the state. On your mark, get set, hold it, hold it, hold it, go. How could you possibly have any idea who I am, young man? I've never seen you before in my life. Where's Eric? What did you do with Eric? Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is Happy Go Lucky, episode number 13. 13. What, what? And we have <laughs> Catherine with us today. Hi. Awesome. Uh, she was not in the episode last time because we are moving her into a, her own sort of little episode. I'll be doing more of this as we go here, um, kind of splitting out in these side episodes. And um, anyway, so this this is going to cover a little bit more of the story and the background of things. Uh, anyway, I guess we'll just get ourselves underway. Okay. So the beginning of last episode, everybody showed up at the house. You're all in the 1960s, as you discovered uh, when you showed at the house, you had grandma there and Joey was behind her. And so what happened in that episode was you, um, grandma essentially sent them all off somewhere else, but took you aside to have a personal discussion. And okay. so she took you into kind of the drawing room. It's uh, got two double, uh, a, a double door, I guess, a French door. French, yeah, that French would be door. a French yeah. door, yeah. French door. So French door, it's closed, um, heavy wooden doors. There's... Uh, one there's this table with there's some some seated um, some nice cushioned seats and a fireplace that's in this room and so she sits down on one of those seats um, and you're not totally facing each other you're kind of both facing the fireplace as she sits you down this is sort of different than how you've uh, interacted with grandma in the past right because normally I'm like running away from her right <laughs> so. Angela, I think it's time to begin to look back into your past. Can you tell me anything that you've discovered so far about your grandmother? Um, I guess she worked with the Pinkertons. I'm assuming she was sort of like a researcher, I guess, sort of like me. And I know she had something to do with the union mess that was created and all of those murders, but not really sure exactly what. And yeah, she's in the mix of it. Pretty much all we know. Yes, and, and there's more, more to learn from her. Uh, there's also something you're sort of 
important if um, if things are going to go correctly here. As Does correctly mean we kill all the monsters? Um, I guess learning about exactly what they are will be an important thing. But yes, making sure that um, things don't go terribly awry. And as you've noticed, there are different parties sort of involved here. Yes. Your grandmother and I worked together. And so I saved for you some some memos that she wrote. And I thought oh. it might be useful now for you to read yes. from her. Okay, go ahead and, and roll to see how much you get Shoot. to hear. What if I get a one? Or I just like fall into the fireplace and like <laughs> blow up? They burn, yeah. I got an 11. Oh, nicely done. Okay, so you get to hear all, all the it. information. Audrey Linden, Memoir, March 3rd, 1874. For the past year, living among the miners and their families in Centralia, Pennsylvania, I have learned very little about the supposed conspiracy I was hired to uncover. Perhaps more time is necessary, but I feel that I have gained the trust of the community and even found them to be hardworking and diligent. Agent McParland is convinced otherwise. His activities have become increasingly erratic, and I am beginning to suspect that he may in fact be orchestrating events rather than reporting on them. I am writing this information as a private memo rather than reporting to my superiors, as I am uncertain who to trust. March 28, 1874. It appears to have begun. A mining supervisor was badly injured today. The talk is all over town that a new group has risen called the Molly Maguires. Before this event, there was no word of such a group. It seems more than a little surprising that such a group would organize overnight. It is possible that they are outsiders brought into the community, but few if any new families or individuals have moved into the area. In another note, there is discussion of strange activities taking place in the nearby woods. People have been seeing and hearing things, and an odd object, some kind of metal device was discovered that cannot have been manufactured by any local craftsman. I have not been able to see it myself. Perhaps it is nothing. June 12th, 1874. More violence, more injuries, as tensions between the mine barons and miners escalate. Some of the local men have now joined the activities of the Mollies, as they are called. What began as an external group has now recruited a core group of local men. I cannot penetrate their small circle, but McParland is deeply engaged. I believe he may be leading the group, but have no evidence and no one to turn to. I continue to send my observations back to the Pinkerton headquarters in New York, but they seem disinterested in my activities. More agents have been sent to support McParland's efforts, and I have discovered that the funding for this project has come from a man named Gowan. 
There are now more reports of people meeting strangers in and around the forest. I believe money and other strange objects are being exchanged for odd chores, like digging ditches in certain areas or collecting waste material from the mine scrap. Perhaps I should leave this inquiry alone, but I feel there is something important going on. July 1st, 1874. There are strangers in the woods. I saw one last week, cloaked in very odd clothing. I attempted to follow them, but their footprints literally disappeared. There was a strange smell in the air, like something metallic had been burning. I have begun to set small traps and telltales along the paths and am determined to discover more of this activity, which I believe is somehow tied to the rising violence and to this group calling themselves the Mollies. I fear for the families of this small town. Violence and hatred are descending like a hammer on an anvil, and the innocents are in grave danger. Arrangements have been made for my children. I fear that if anything were to happen to me, they may be at risk, so I have sent them back to New York. This is no longer a safe place for children. This is no longer a safe place for me, I fear. But I must remain to uncover this mystery. That was a lot of information. How did my grandmother die? We, um... It's not certain that your... Do you think she was murdered? Grandmother is dead, actually. What? But she has gone missing. Oh. What, what do you... We've talked about the knot. What, what do you know or think you know about the knot? My understanding is that it's sort of like the black hole of all of these monsters. As in, if you put them on the edge of a black hole, so to speak, the knot would be the center of the black hole where they all come together and kind of become one slash mashed together. Yes. <laughs> That's about all I understand. If it's even correct. That's not exactly what it means. I'm also only, what, like, 12? <laughs> um, so, there are multiple terms for the knot. Um, one of those is the resonance. I don't know if you've heard that term before, but perhaps I can explain it this way. You, When you ring a bell, there is a resonance, right? The sound. Right, like a wave. When that wave bounces off of things, there is an echo. Mm -hmm. So the way that we understand things now is that every memory, every thing has a resonance. That resonance is how we remember the past. That resonance is where you are right now. You're not actually in 1962. You're in the memory of 1962. Now, how that works is you can still be harmed by things here because it's essentially your own 
mind that's here. Okay. Um, but you can also observe things as they did. You can interact with them, or you can observe them, or both of those things. Um, the interesting thing about resonance is that you can go to certain places. That doesn't mean that you can um, go into certain places or people. If you are highly connected, uh, like you and a relative, perhaps your grandmother, then you potentially could go into their memory, into their resonance from a previous period. So I can basically mind read, but travel through the thought that I read out of their mind. In their memory. Right. Not the current mind. No, 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 no. right, mm -hmm. the memory. Yes, you, you could potentially go back into your grandmother's memories. Could I go back into your memory of my grandmother? You and I, unfortunately, don't have a connected resonance. How do you tell if someone has a connected resonance? The easiest way is, well, with your family. There are tests that you can do to check your resonance with someone, um, but those can have negative consequences if you fail the test. Like slap someone and see if you remember slapping them. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Something like that. So I have a thought or a proposal for you. We need to know what happened to your grandmother. Right. I, I would like to know. The last known place where she was, was she was... Well, you understand what a, a Pinkerton does, don't you? No. A Pinkerton is sort of a detective. Um, your grandmother was a detective, a very special one, uh, but she would uh, sort of, um, not infiltrate, uh, I guess maybe you'd call it spy? Um, well, yeah, she was in her memoir, she was talking about trying to infiltrate the, the, the Mal Mallies, Mollies, whatever. The Mollies, the yes, Mollies, the Mollies, yeah. uh -huh. uh, Yes, um, she did infiltrate the Mollies, but she's infiltrated many other groups as well in order to gather information. So what I'd like to do is to send you back into her resonance of that last time that we're aware of. How can you send me back into her resonance if you don't know where she is? Well, the wonderful thing about being connected to things like this is that you are already connected to her resonance, um, and I can help guide you there. And this item, she lifts her hand up, and she has one of those odd rings on her hand. She slowly pulls that silver ring off, places it in her right hand, and holds it up to you. This item can allow you to travel into her resonance. That's what that lady stole from you. Yes. Okay. Oh, and then she took us somewhere weird. But this is not the only one of these that I have. Um, fortunately, for all of us, this, um, this one I can give to you or let you borrow it. There are rules about using this. 
and you may not be successful if you try. But if you are successful, we may learn and discover a great many things about what happened to your grandmother. Okay. So I have to roll really well. <laughs> <laughs> so would you like to try? Yes. Let's let's try. Um, how do I stay safe? Like, what's the best way? Do I talk to people? Do I not talk to people? Should I, for example, not fall off a cliff? Definitely don't fall off a cliff. Okay, good. Um, you should keep in mind that this is a... It is just sort of a memory, um, but you can fully interact with it. Can I mess it up? Well, hmm, roll. Um, I'm going to give you a choice there. You can learn... Uh, about what, how that could impact you, or learn a little bit more about um, the, the power, I guess, that you're asking about. Hmm. Selfishly, I'm going to pick me. Okay. How does it affect me? So, you, um, things that harm you there could potentially harm you in your actual life, for sure. Um, not necessarily physically, but mentally strain could be too great for you if you are harmed there to survive. Now, I will watch over you here, um, but there is a definite transference, and you have already moved once, at least, um, because you'll be here, as you've already transferred once, and then you'll transfer again. So there is, there is definite risk to doing this. Um, I don't believe going back that far that you're really going to impact anything. You won't be able to stop or change what actually happened, but you will stop or change things that happen in, in that resonance as they're happening around you. So if you become too embroiled or connected, you might not discover the truth. Okay. What day exactly am I going back to? <laughs> Well, if you're ready, um, where we'd like to send you is to West Gabon, Africa, and to the Oklo Mine. What? For that is where she was last seen. Oh. Oh, what year? Actually, not too long ago. Just uh, in the 1850s, or the 1950s, sorry. Just a few years ago. Okay. I think. Okay. Are you ready? Why not? Let's try this. We'll see. Okay, so she hands the ring over to you. You take Got the it. ring? Yep, I take the ring. Place that on your middle finger. It's important that you don't place that anywhere else. And as you travel, it's important that you don't lose this. Okay. Or you could be lost there forever. Great. It's just super exciting. Excellent. Okay. If I do die or disappear forever, just, you know, tell my friends where I'm at. Oh. Maybe they can come save me. Yes, we'll, we'll let someone know. <laughs> Will you come save me? <laughs> <laughs> if I have the power to. Okay, okay, good. Perhaps I will. Um, wait, wait, how do I, hold on. Mm -hmm. How do I send out, like, an alert signal if I do happen to fall off a cliff or something terrible happens to me? So, look around this room. Yes. And try to remember this place. Okay. Uh, when you are completed in your task, um, 
You just need to think really hard about being back here. Okay, I can do that. It's got some really ugly wallpaper. Hmm. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so you slip the ring on, and as you do, tightness uh, around your chest and everything around you sparkles. It goes dark. And this time, it's a little different than what happened before when you were brought to this particular location. Um, it seems that you are, in fact, traveling somewhere specifically. And way, way out in the distance, you see this pinprick of light that begins to broaden and sharpen and uh, become even brighter as it speeds towards you at a, at a ridiculous sort of speed. Um, all around you, your senses are sort of tingling, and then the, the, the light just takes over and washes over everything. And then for a moment, just blindness and shock, and you can't quite understand what's going on. And, and then you feel heat and humidity and sort of the earth rushing back to you. And you're in a body, and you stumble a little bit. You're wearing an outfit that looks like it's prepared to go on a safari of some sort. Actually, it's, uh, in fact, no, not quite. You've got the boots inside, but there's this weird casing all around you, this stiff sort of, not totally plastic, but some sort of a plastic casing around you as uh, a visor that you can see out of, but you're contained within, and the heat of this is, is sort of almost overwhelming. Um, around you is two other two other people that also have these, these strange uh, contraptions on. Uh, you in your mind, being you know, from the time period that you are, would recognize these to be some sort of uh, biocontainment suits. Like a hazmat suit. Like a hazmat suit that you've got on. So you've got these bright white hazmat suits. And then as your vision clears in front of you, you see a sort of uh, subtropical um, climate around you. More brush, not like a large forest, but uh, a lot of well, sub-Saharan African uh, brush. There's a hill off to the, the right-hand side is a large lake or body of water. You can't quite tell. And, uh, and then in front of you is uh, sort of a, you're dipping down into a crevice and there's a hole at the beginning of the crevice. To your left is a, a scientist and to your right is another person wearing some of these suits. And uh, you seem to be following them toward toward this opening in the earth. What do you do? Uh, do, do the people like see that I'm here? Yes, they. Okay. They, it seems like they know that you're with them. They know that I'm with them. Mm -hmm. Um, I have no idea. I'm gonna observe some as to like where we're actually walking. So at this point, all I know is we're in Africa, and I'm in a hazmat suit, which kind of sounds and seems counterintuitive because it's probably really hot. Okay, so uh, you do notice one thing um, that everybody's wearing sort of a, an international patch. On, on their suit. Yours okay. has the old USSR patch on it. Oh shoot, I'm and, a communist. <laughs> and there's a, there's a French and there's an American patch as well. So it seems okay. like a multi or international uh, group that, uh, that are with you at this point. Okay, so can, can my character speak French, do you think? You sort of recognize, I mean, barely, because you had a horrific role. Right. Um, but you probably have some sense that, that French comes to your mind. So okay. they, it seems like you can speak a number of different languages. Okay. And I'm I'm supposedly Russian, so, okay. I'm going to turn to the French dude okay. next to me, and I'm going to ask him, 
what we're doing because I don't really know what we're doing. But I should already know this, so I guess I have to ask in a very, like, subtle manner. Okay, I'm gonna ask him, like, I don't know, are you ready for today? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, monsieur, est-ce que t'es prête pour aujourd'hui? Ben oui. Mm. Uh, et on fait quoi? Tu ne sais pas? Ah, Oui, mais euh, est-ce que tu peux m'expliquer encore parce que j'étais en train de dormir? Oh, <laughs> shit. Has to roll. I, I told him that I was in the middle of sleeping while they were kind of explaining what to do. I got an eight. I also got an eight. Oh, interesting. So, okay. uh, so you can give her... Yeah, you can give her a little bit of one too. Nous faisons un peu de recherche ici. Il y a un grand... Uh, Montagne, a bar. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. So we're going into a giant mountain and... What is this? Why are you all speaking not English? We all speak English. It was agreed that we would be doing that today. This is the oh. individual next to you. Oh, wait, wait. What does that individual have? What kind of flag does that person have on there? Sorry, ship? I said American. It should say German flag. German, German. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I was I was sleeping and in my in my brain. And this is an important operation. You must I'm, focus yourself. I'm sorry. I, I apologize very much. Now, if we can get back to what is at hand, and this is very important. As we walk in here, we need to observe as much as possible. This is a. Uh, a ah. This is a nuclear reactor. Oh. Do you understand this, right? Oh, that that make my heart go boom. Are you trying to make fun of my accent? No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm Russian. Okay. I'm new to this place. Now, this is no one is aware of what we are doing here, right? But there is something at the center of this that we need to find. The nuclear if, reactor. If we get separated, yes. you each have a, a box that is strapped to your waist. You will use that box, right? We are able to talk to each other. Yes, of course. We, we already know I, this. I know you, but apparently she's, you know, not set for this. Uh, right, right. She's, she's, this, one's, this one's crazy. No. I know how to work the box. Let's just walk. We walk. I push the box. I let you know if I fall into some crack or something or die, you know. All right then. Da. Let's move on. Okay. All right, so you all um, walk down the hill. <laughs> you... <laughs> These accents are great. Uh, okay. You walk down the hill into the mine shaft. It gets uh, dark down there, and there is a guard out front uh, who confronts you all. Hey, qu'est-ce que vous faites ici? Uh, we are. We are going to research to see how your CR suits. Are you English? I'm, I'm Russian. Are you Russian? You see, we have a nice flag here. And you're, you're French, is it? Is yeah. easy. We are French and German. We are from... Uh, uh, a friend comrade. Uh. Yeah, do you see? You trust the Frenchman? Not I trust really. him too. I don't know why we're here still. But you French. So he French, you guys friends, we go... And like I said, what do you do here? Uh, research. We're researching. Yeah, this is restricted access. And then we go around the other way. There's a guard over there too. We, we have the papers. 
Yes. Ah, let, me, yes. let me see the papers. The German man, he knows what you're doing. So yeah, he hands some papers over. They look like they're probably in order. Or you could make me roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the narrator gets to roll. Ah, he gets an eight. Dang it. All right, so the papers he hands. Well, these, uh, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah, from the uh, the French government, I accept these. All right, very okay. well. Ah, uh, it. Uh, why don't you wait here, and we will carry on with our business. But do not let any others in here. That, that is my job, obviously. <laughs> I would not be letting anyone in here. Excellent. I'm, we're very glad that this is your job. Now. Yes, Mopman. Come along. The, the rest of you. Okay, I come. I come. I follow you. I, uh, you know what we are doing. You tell me what to do. I do. All right. So you, uh, you head down, and the path splits in three different directions. Which direction do you take? Um, Obviously, we should all take the, uh, the center path. But why would we it's take the obvious. center? I like the left. It's more liberal. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop it with your <laughs> politics. Okay. Well, we go center right in the middle of the right and the left. Fine. Which one? <laughs> Which one looks less dark? You gonna roll? Yes. Okay. I'm going to observe the tunnels. I'm going to actually, I'm going to throw a little smarak down each one and see which one the monster come out of. Because last <laughs> time. Throw a rock down each one. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Uh, roll. I don't like these dark matter things. Oh, I got an 11. I got oh, lots of rocks. Excellent. Yeah, you successfully throw a rock down each one and the rock disappears into the corridor. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, but I'm listening for echo. Oh, echoes, yeah. So it seems like the center one is the main um, the main drag, I guess. It's, it's, it's the widest one. It's got the highest ceiling. Uh, there's some tracks for uh, for trolley, I guess, little train push carts uh, that you could, you is, could follow down Is there, there. a push cart around us? Uh, there's a, tra- yeah, what do you call those things? Like a mining cart. Know. They're mining yeah. cart. There's a mining cart there, yes. Should we take the mining cart with us if we're trying to carry something back? Well, if you could push the mining cart if you want Okay, to. let's push the mining cart. It's obviously got a little pump lever, you know. Yeah. Kind yeah. of pump it's, down it's like Harry Potter thing, and, but, and uh, Green Goths, you know. So yeah. anyway, the the other, the, <laughs> the German lead to this sees uh, kind of your intent. Is that your intent? You want to put this thing with you? Uh, Yeah. Well, first I'm going to ask the German dude. So, the French okay. Guy, the German. So do you think we, we try to get something from this uh, tunnel? You think we need this? This cart? Da, that is a good idea. Ah, you, you guard. Yes, uh, the want? We need your help. You need to push this thing for us. That is not my job. This, this you need to push this thing for us. I'll do it for a uh, hundred euros. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think euros existed at that point. I mean, uh, hundred francs. The German. He's obviously in this white you know, outfit here. Uh, he, he pulls out another sheet of paper. He shows that to you. And um, this says that you must follow us no matter what. You are at our beck and call. Bah, you Germans and your papers. Get ahead and push, push this thing. All right. All right. So now we got the guard with us. There's four of us, and we're now heading down into the mine shaft. Okay, good. All right. So we uh, we head on there, and that again splits off one to the left and one to the right. Which way do you go now? 
Which way does the, the mining cart go? friends, this is Ellen Weatherford. Do you like animals? Do you enjoy arbitrarily rating things out of 10? Can you tolerate puns? If so, join me and my husband Christian over at Just the Zoo of Us for a weekly review of your favorite animal species. Just the Zoo of Us is available on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast apps. You can find us at anchor.fm slash just the zoo of us. See you soon. We have our third patron. Our third patron. Let's go. We got a third patron in the house. Oh, my goodness. I'm so proud of you guys for giving us our third patron. That is awesome. And uh, our patron this time is JD. J-J-D. J-D. My new twoest favorite letters in the alphabet. Oh, yes. J and D. Mine was already J, but D is now included. I would hug him. (laughs) Yes, you should. Definitely. We would He's all hug him for De- sure. Definitely give him big Or hug. give him a high five. If he doesn't like hugs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway. At least a fist bump. Totally awesome. JD, you are the man. You the are man. the man. And in addition to the new premium content, like the lost episode, which is about to be released just for Patreons. Oh, rip y'all who aren't patrons. <laughs> <laughs> we love everybody because oh, you all are listening to our yeah. show. And that's and what make that's... all of this possible. Yes, but we do also love our patrons. If you want to know more Slightly about more. Yeah. more about what that means, um, Patreon p a t r e o n dot com forward slash Lucky Go, Lucky Go, like the Lucky Go Variety Show, and actually on Twitter wow. and Instagram and Facebook, we're all Lucky Go L U K K Y G O. Um, so we'll put some links in the in the show here as well as on our website, which is happy uh, happygolucky.com. And anyway, what we have prepared for you tonight is a shout out for JD, obviously, our third patron. This might be the best yet. JD, this. This one was pretty good. We'll see how it goes. Get your recording started. Put your cassette tape (laughs) into the player. Oh, yes. While this is about to start, here you go. Here's your shout out. JD. JD, come and become a Patreon. Work all night down the JD summer. JD, come and become a Patreon. Stack the money till the morning come. JD, come and become a Patreon. Come, Mr. JD, man, give me some Patreons. JD, don't and become a Patreon. Don, Mr. JD, man, JD is a patron. JD, don't and become a Patreon. Lift three dollar, four dollar, five dollar punch. JD, don't and become a Patreon. JD, give me some money for lunch. JD, don't and become a Patreon. JD. 
So the four of you start heading down into the mine shaft. It winds quite a ways. Um, in fact, it's you know you're going on for half a mile, and then that half a mile turns into a mile. It's a pretty deep, deep mine shaft into the ground. Uh, things get steeper. You stayed on this main passageway for quite some time. A little damp, and you even hear the sounds of a rushing underwater river, actually. And, uh, and then finally, you come up to sort of the end of the line is a large chamber with sort of water gurgling on one side that you can hear and everything else is fairly dark your uh, lights that you have with you um, they're lanterns that are lit but they're not incandescent bulbs or anything they're actually little fires basically lantern fires that are down there uh, you get down to the center of this thing and your uh, your main guide sort of stops and and turns to the group. He lifts a, a instrument that he's got, and the instrument is sort of crackling now. Um, it seems like it's some kind of a reader, potentially for this the uranium mine that you happen to be in. This is um, where we are now, and it is important that we cover as much of this ground as we possibly can. So each of you spread out. Okay, I go to the left. All right, you'll go left. And what are we looking for? When the meters, uh, each of you has a meter that's also attached to your belt. You take that off, you read the meters, and thought we went over this. I'm just the guard, I have no meter. You, guard, would just stand here talking to the other scientist. Uh. Your man, you, you stay in your cart. Make sure it does not run away. If your meter spikes, then you should pause, do nothing further, but call me over. Is that understood? Yes. Very well. Off you go. Okay. Okay. So now you're off on your own there. You're following the meter around. It goes beep, 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 beep. <laughs> it's more like a chick, 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 chick. I see yes. more rock. <laughs> I see maybe bat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, roll other. Okay. Big monster. <laughs> Big monster. <laughs> I, got, yeah. I got two. You got two. Oh, two. Excellent. Excellent news. Uh, roll that. Black die, where that ends. Oh, question pause before monster bites yes. my head off. Huh. Um, do I have my weapons with me? You don't have a weapon. No, you're. No, 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 you're not you. Oh, right, I'm the grandmother. Oh, yeah. because I'm in the. Okay. All right, as you, as you go further into the darkness, you, the, the sound of the water changes. It's. Um, it, you know, the gurgling that was burbling before seems like it slows way down and right yeah it's a pretty strange strange sort of sound that you that you feel what do you do (laughs) what was that bat pooping um i'm sorry let's be serious um i'm gonna i'm gonna stop what does my meter say i'm gonna observe my meter yeah so the meter is not clicking right now great um i'm gonna back up run away basically okay so you're gonna try to back up 
So you feel like you're backing up? Um, I got a two. <laughs> uh, as you're trying to sort of backpedal in front of you is this, I don't know, even like a darker, like a, almost an orb of just complete blackness that seems to be sucking in all the light around it. And it, uh, it gets a lot closer to you and you try to get away from it and you're not able to. It feels like you're just so sluggish. You, you get drawn into looking at it and you can't, um, you can't look away. And then all of a sudden, um, you, who, who is Angela, seem to sort of float out of the body and you're now looking at um, oh, this woman in this outfit in uh, almost a third person perspective, like you're right behind, uh, behind them. So I'm, I'm being pulled out of the residence because I'm killing my grandmother. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's exactly the case, but uh, that's your sense of it, I guess. Yeah, so you you are sort of trembling there, and I guess you're now able to sort of see everything around you. And what you see is the guard that is now running across the cavern. He seems to have spied what's going on with your with your grandmother there, and uh, he's shouting to for her to to get away from whatever it is hey hey get, get away from us what what is going on i'm trying i'm trying it's pulling me in it's sucking me in it looks black i want to touch it I all we touch hear it. is yeah so you you sort of you the voices you hear are these like slow slow voices you may be crying out to them but Help. none of them are catching it um right afterwards the so the the german runs up what What's going on? What's going on? Your crazy Russian friend has walked right into the giant black blob <laughs> that we're not supposed to go into. <laughs> this is this is disastrous. We cannot we cannot have this. Um, do you have something to to draw her out of this? That's the whole point of me not letting anyone in here. Oh, this, I, I thought that these things were cleared out of here at this point. How are they not cleared out of here? I don't know. You, you could not have told us when we were up there? Well, I have never been in here. I cannot, I cannot fathom. This is unbelievable. Uh, let me, let me try something. And he, uh, figure looks on his belt here, pulls an item off of the belt, and, uh, walks toward this thing. And it's a silver, silvery sort of cylinder, and he seems to strike the outside of the sphere of this. And all that happens is that thing freezes in this hand seems caught for a moment then, and he's able to, to release it, and he backs up. Ah, it's, it's too much. It's too much. This, it's, it's, it's grown too much. It's too powerful already. This, get, get, get the other one out of here. Get the other one out of here. We need to, uh, we need to close this section immediately. All right. I, I may know of something, but, uh, it is not in the cave, so I will take the other one out. Good. My Frenchman friend. You can fend for yourself. I don't know what you're doing in here. I would suggest you leave the Russian. But it, it's maybe that, but I would try one other thing. All right. All right, so the two Frenchmen are gone. Now, you're just observing this. Um, you feel you know, like there's almost nothing that you yourself can do unless you try to do something. Well, every time I try to do something, one of these monster freaky things, I always end up hurting myself some more. Ooh, what if I take off my ring? Oh no, she said not to do that. I have to think really hard about the room. 
I could escape, right? But then I could really, really mess up the past. Mm -hmm. And my poor grandmother would just be like, they're stuck. Okay, do you try anything? Okay, so um, I'm out of the body, right? Mm -hmm. And I can kind of use this ring to find another memory slash get into residence. So I think I'm going to try and roll for this. Um, my goal is to try and back up in the resonance to the point before I walk into the trap. Interesting. Okay. So go so sort of back in Basically, time. like, yeah, go back in time again, just kind of like <laughs> trying to race what just happened because it's obviously bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Roll. So I got a four. So that doesn't happen. Great. Okay. Can I try and jump into her body again? Uh, well, with your four, whatever you're trying to do is going to... Basically, I can't... Impacted like by that four. Zilch. So you can try something. So what do you what do you you're trying to go back in time basically, right? Yeah. Okay. So you, you know you you know that you've um, you've got this ring on. You can try to will things into place with it, and there's a whole lot of extra, you know power in what this ring is able to do. And so what you're attempting is to go back into to sort of back the time up, but that isn't what this ring is capable of doing. Uh, we rolled earlier offside and this is a matter ring which uh, means that you could sort of manipulate her um, body from a distance but you can't loop anything uh, and so your attempt to sort of create this loop fact connects with her in a way that you didn't intend for that to happen and what you see is that she sort of folds in on herself and is lifted straight off of the ground. And this thing seems to notice something is trying to impede its progress and it takes her and um, moves her straight into the river, into the water, and it disappears. It and my grandmother? It and your grandmother, yes. So basically I just killed my grandmother. This is the resonance, so. Yeah, well. I don't exactly know what to do here. Um, I'm going to try and get the German dude back because maybe he can help me. Okay. So I'm going to use my little little hover person as Angela um, and try and jump into the German dude's body. So you remember with this particular type of ring? Well, whatever, not jump into it, but like... Like Marion Manipulate, Yeah, yeah. Okay. Manipulate him to, to go and maybe attract the black blob out of the river so that she's not like drowning okay just bring it out to the more open so that they can so you're going to try it. to connect with the black blob with the, with the sphere yeah okay that's probably super dangerous but i'm gonna try anyway all right <laughs> it's just been rolling trash okay so your um what you start to see as you try to connect with this thing suddenly the your vision everything goes goes dark you leave you sort of fade that scene fades away as you see the the german scientist down there running to the water's edge um, peering in there and it even looks like he throws something into the water like he's trying his best to to save her um or to stop whatever this is uh, whatever has just taken place uh, and then that that fades out and suddenly everything's dark once again and then there's this pinprick of light 
your chest is hard, it's hard to breathe, but you start speeding toward this uh, pinprick of light which grows and grows all around you and it's blinding for a moment and then it's the air is, it comes back again, right? It's a little chilly, it's not as oppressive. Uh, you can definitely sense that you're not where you were before. Uh, and this time when you open your eyes, you're laying in a, in a bed. And next to you, on this bed, is uh, not, not on the bed, but on another bed in the same room, is Eric. So the two of you wake up, both of you, your heads are throbbing. So Eric, you have just been, the last that you saw was Joyce Artell raising her hand at you. And then things just went went dark when you were in the inside of that, oh, yeah. that, that carousel. But now you're you're lying in a bed, and are we are we can I observe? Yep, go ahead, sir. Even though my head hurts. Five. So you notice this is a room. It's not a room that you've seen before. It's like a hospital wing. No, it's smaller than than uh, what you've been in before. There's about three or four beds. It looks like it's maybe a room that several kids would sleep in. Uh, in a, a more normal size house. There's still higher ceilings. There's a little bookcase that's here. There's uh, another door off of the room. Looks like it goes into a bathroom and a main door that's closed that goes out in the hall. There are two two windows in this particular room and there's a little slant to the ceiling. So it looks like you might be in more of an attic space. Do I still have my ring on? Your ring is still on. You have a ring? Dang. So what do you do? Um... Eric, mm-hmm. how did you get here? How did I get here? Do you remember me getting here? And mm, where no. are we? And what year is it? Don't know. Don't know. Where's grandma? Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. You're real helpful. Thanks a lot. Uh, last I saw, I was with um, Joyce Artell, and then she pulled out a ring, and it was all like kapow, and then I got like taken here. Speak softly, because my head really, really hurts right now. Mm. Uh... Doesn't your hurt, head hurt? Yes, very badly. But I'm tough, very tough. Oh, you're tougher, I see. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try and get up out of this bed and just walk out the door because Eric is helping me absolutely now. Okay. All right, I'm going to follow her. I got 10. Got 10, all right. <laughs> you are successfully out of the bed and wow. able to open the door <laughs> and walk Great. out. Great. There's a hallway outside. There's a uh, stair that uh, that goes down into the main Call out for part of the house. Okay. Grandma, where you at? Yeah, I'm following. I'm uh, gonna try and find that room with the ugly wallpaper. Hey, uh, do you know where the fireplace is in this house? I don't even know what you're talking about. What wallpaper? What? Have you been in this house before? What house are we in? I don't know. Oh, well. Never mind. No. So Grandma does not respond. We're going to walk downstairs. I don't know if this is Grandma's house. Me neither. I don't know what this might be we are. Joyce's house. What happened to you? How'd you get here? Well, long and complicated. Basically, I was rushing, and then I wasn't, and then I slowed down. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and now I'm here. Okay, that clears things up perfectly. Rushing around. <laughs> Uh, uh. All right, so you go down to the down to the main room in the house. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're gonna check things out there. I'm. I guess I'm gonna observe because I don't know what's going on right now. Okay. All right, so 
I don't think you've been in this house before, but it looks uh, more modern than where you just were. So it doesn't seem like you're in the 60s. In fact, you find a calendar and you find that it's uh, February in 1983. Okay, um, I'm going to go into a closet. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave Eric there. Go into a closet and think really hard about that really ugly wallpaper because I have to make sure and tell grandma that I'm okay because I think I traveled to a different time than I'm not supposed to be at. So, so you're going to leave him behind then? I'm going to leave him behind. Okay. Oh, wait. The ring can bring people, right? Mm. Okay. I'm going to bring him. Hey, Eric. Um, yeah. You're going to have to hold my hand here, bud. Uh, hold on real tight. We're I'm about a, to. I'm a man. Okay. Travel hold somewhere. We're about to travel somewhere, okay. and you need to hold on to me so that you don't die. Hmm. Trust me. I'll do it. Okay. All right. Okay. I hold her hand. I think really hard about that ugly wallpaper. Okay. Okay. I got a one. <laughs> I think I really hard about this like. ugly wallpaper. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't have a ring. The door, the door, the front door opens up. And in walks a familiar, large, hulking figure. Mooch. It's Mooch. Well, I knew that I would, uh, our paths would cross again at some point. I don't like it. I'm rather surprised that it was the two of you. But now that you're here, perhaps Mooch. Yeah. you can do oh. something for me. Grab you a bite to eat. I can do that. First things first. Little girl. That ring. That's mine. No, it's not. It's mine. You should hand it over now before you cause any further harm. What happens if I just swallow it? Whoa. To get to her, Mooch, okay, okay, gotta wait, go wait, through wait. me. Wait, I'm gonna grab Eric one more time and I'm gonna think really hard about that wallpaper. I'm trying to escape Mooch. Okay. Okay. I got a six. <laughs> Mooch um, reaches into his pocket. Now you can tell he's got a ring on his finger as well. But on the other hand, he pulls out this odd sort of cylindrical ball. Ooh. And now you don't think that I... Uh, haven't planned for this sort of thing, do you? This nullifies your ring. Hmm. And in fact, shoot a monkey. It lets me control it. And with that, both of you go Die. stiff. We're just frozen. It's okay. And he lifts one left hand up, and you lift your left hands up. Oh shoot! And he puts it down. And you put it down. Excellent. Why don't you follow me? <laughs> and he walks one foot in front of the other out the door. And you, one foot in front of the other, follow him out the door. just listen to is a member of the Necropodicon Podcast Network. 
head over to necropodicon.com to find tons of other shows you'll love. While you're there, check out the cast and crew profiles and fan art galleries.